Trevor, we're clear. friends and welcome to this week's episode of the florida project the podcast where disney fans celebrate walt disney world you like disney and you like podcasts you will probably like the florida project i'm jason across from me as well hello and as always both to next of us next to both of us is michael hello uh, if you'd like to support the show, get access to some awesome bonus content and hang out with us on our Patreon exclusive Slack channel, become one of our Patreon saints at patreon.com slash TFP podcast. All of our Patreon saints get ad free versions of the podcast, as well as access to two additional shows, TFP Extra, Extra. and Disney Classics. Each week on TFP Extra, Extra, we keep the podcast train rolling with more zany fun, the airing of grievances, and a topic that may or may not be Disney-related. On the Disney Classics series, we watch and discuss each of Disney's animated classic films. Our next classic will be uh, Frozen. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was Frozen 2. Uh, I think it's, fro- I, yeah, I it's Frozen 2. Frozen, frozen 2. 2. Okay, Super good. Frozen. Uh, additional levels and rewards are all on the Patreon site, so sign up at patreon.com slash podcast today and get more of The Florida Project. In this episode, we'll discuss some nonsense and small topics, and then we will do a roundup of a bunch of Disney news that dropped while we were on our unexpected hiatus. All of that and nothing else is coming up on this week's episode of The Florida Project. It's a small topic. 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 Small topics. All right. Uh, Favreau and Filoni call you and put you in charge of rebooting the Star Wars Holiday Special. What's your plan? I have a question first. Okay. Why Why did did you you call me? (laughs) 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 But my idea just off the cuff here. Uh-huh. Do you remember in Return of the Jedi when C-3PO is telling the Ewoks the story and he has like the sound effects and everything? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I want the holiday special to be that. C-3PO is sitting around telling the Ewoks the story of Life Day and then he'll do like the sound effects and then it'll cut away to like whatever the actual story is. Animated or live action? Live action. Oh, yeah, live action. All those Wookiees. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A lot of Wookiees. We had a problem with that in the last special. <laughs> just, just so you know. Well, Wookiee hair would be expensive as CGI. So I would do... Um, so we know about Life Day, right? Uh, so maybe we start on Kashyyyk. Is that right? Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk. With a little Life Day. And then let's hop around to some of the other uh, systems and planets. Find out what they do. What's going on on Coruscant? What's going on on Naboo? What's going on on Alderaan? Not Nothing. much. Let's <laughs> uh, go. I don't want to go to Tatooine, though. Hot. Huh? Yeah, well, they, hot. Don't, they don't decorate. It's too hot. Yeah. What is, uh, what's, what's Mando and Boba Fett doing? Let's get a little gift of the Magi. Oh, that little hut they live in at the end. They'll be all decorated. <laughs> It'll be lovely. <laughs> oh, wait. No, maybe do those. Like a gift of the Magi 
a uh, what are some other famous Christmas stories? The Drummer Boy, Drummer Boy, mm-hmm. those types of little vignettes mm-hmm. on different planets oh, with different Star Wars characters. I got you this this uh, uh, Beskar polish for your armor. <laughs> Oh no, I sold my armor to get you this frog to eat and this little ball that you like to float around, Grogu. Is this animated or live action, just FYI? Uh, live action. Okay. Maybe one of them is animated. I'm going full animated. Okay. Stop motion. Ooh, oh, stop yeah. Motion. Never mind. I'm going stop motion. <laughs> like uh, those special. Like Rudolph, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Origins of Life Day on Kashyyyk. Where somebody came there the first time, crash landed on the planet or something, never been to Kashyyyk before, mm-hmm. and get you know taken in by the Wookiees and learn about Life Day. Oh, nice! That'd be cool. I think it'd be special. We're thirty minutes tops. Oh yeah. Does it have um, very clear allusions to the Christmas story? No. Like the crash landing looks like a star in the sky, and then the three Wookiees go to we don't find wanna, it. We don't want to get you know sued by Jesus. He can be litigious. Have you heard of the Catholic Church? <laughs> I'm right. saying they like their money. Uh, what is your favorite mode of transportation in the parks? Which park? The parks. See, that's not all fair. of the resort. So currently, Skyliner. Yeah, but in park, those little Main Street vehicles are so nice. If we you saw them going for the first time in a, a bunch long time. of them. Yeah. The, it, every time I think of Disneyland, I think about uh, those little Main mm-hmm. Street vehicles and that guy who honk honk. You know, it's great. <laughs> yeah. I love the little car. The double decker is fine, but the little car and you sit there and the guy will talk to you. That's lovely. Trolley's nice too. Yeah, yeah. But they got the, those Dapper Dans on there mm-hmm. or Cadaver Dans this time of year. Actually, that time of year is over now. Yeah, it's Christmas now. It's Christmas now. Frosty Holidays. Dans. Halloween was last night as we record, yep. so yes. it's over. Michael. Uh, in park, it'll be the star jumper vehicle from Guardians of the Galaxy because I really like going on that okay. ride. But really, it's the monorail. Yeah. Assuming you don't have to get evacuated. Okay. It's just I, classic. I don't know. It is classic. Um, I think I might be a bus man now. You know what? Those buses are plentiful and efficient, and they just pack a crap ton of people on them. So and you, then it's you like, just lost me. Huh? You just lost me. Though. No, it's like, you know what? We're going to be uncomfortable for 10 minutes, but everybody's going to get back to your resort. Not if I'm going to Coronado Springs. That's going to be a waste. <laughs> or what? the All-Stars. Oh. It's going to be a long bus trip. trip nah, me. it'll be fine. Uh, it, it's always fine. And then sometimes they bring those double buses. Yeah. That's crazy. But you know what, people? Keep moving back. Go up the stairs. Don't mm-hmm. stop. Fill in all the available space. We that's, did. They tell you right there. Yeah. Every time. I always go up top. Because that's where the cool kids sit in the back. But it can be really cold up there, too. I'm reminded of that time Michael and I were at Epcot and the, the deluge came. Uh-huh. <laughs> and just like the sign. shivering in the back of the bus. <laughs> like, you know, like drenched. <laughs> and that air conditioner was working overtime and it was like may so it wasn't like yeah. it was a cold time then you year. get out and it's like steamy <laughs> yeah Ugh, florida alligator alley well, that's funny because oftentimes <laughs> in the back of the bus it's a little warm i feel like it because was cold that night I'm, i have yeah i have memories of this probably because we were soaked <laughs> we definitely were soaked for yeah. sure i almost died <laughs> uh you're working on the casting team for big brother 26 all villains who are you casting to give you the best TV? 
I'm not watching if Gaston's not on there. Okay. Just I think so Gaston you know. would be a good one. He would, he would be a good jock archetype. Captain Hook. Yeah. He, like the bumbling kind of villain. Mm-hmm. Can Mr. Smee be with him? Oh, uh, yeah. He's he's like he's smuggled in his luggage. He would be um, a floater for sure. Smee? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would go with uh, Maleficent. Get her in there. She'll be um, petty. Messy. She'll be, she'll be petty. Super yeah. petty. <laughs> Uh, who would be messy? Kyle? Uh, mother, what's her name? Gothel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think she'd be good. Yeah, she'd be passive aggressive. Yeah. Ursula would be messy, too. She'll, they'll oh, all yeah. turn on each other, yeah. which is great. Well, yeah, it's all villains. But you need a schemer, too. Prince Hans. Okay. I can see that. And you also need a, one of the villains that no one remembers. And they spend the entire season of Big Brother trying to convince people that they're more important than they are. Radigan? Yeah, like a Radigan or a McLeach. Who's or, McLeach? I think it's the villain from Rescuers Down Under. Okay. Or that Tarzan villain that I can't remember his name. Some cannon fodder for the beginning, right? Yeah. <laughs> but they think they're, they have a chip on their shoulder because no one remembers them. Yeah. Make a better movie, I'm just saying. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, Hades would be a good one, too. Dr. Facilier. Ooh, the evil queen. Basically, all the villains would be good. Yeah, the evil queen can poison people when mm-hmm. she cooks their meals. Yeah, don't don't let her make the cookies. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, you know, I don't think Scar would be very good there. He'd just be looking down on everybody and saying, this is stupid. Yeah. Like, I, I deal in more important things. Like yeah, he'd taking, be a good, he'd, he'd be, be a, a middle lazy, out. He'd be a lazy villain. Yeah. He'd just be hanging out by the pool. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, did you vote me out? Okay. He's smoking with the other. Like, he's just, <laughs> yeah. like I don't I don't care about this. Can we just not? Scar and the huntsman are out there just <laughs> yeah. chilling. Although Scar's in he's getting the gossip. He's he's finding out what's going on. He's stirring. Yeah, the but pot. he's pretending like he doesn't care. Everyone goes and talks to him and tells him stuff and he doesn't want to hear it, but he's just like stuck listening to everyone. Oh, yeah. like, and then stuff. he ends up winning the game <laughs> yeah, somehow. Exactly. Yeah. Because nobody <laughs> pays attention to Scar. <laughs> And then he then he still no sells it. Oh, great. What's the grand prize? And then he eats everyone. A kingdom? <laughs> I already have one. Do you remember when I was king? Yeah. It was great. It was awesome. It was the best kingdom there's Whatever. ever been. Whatever. Food was plentiful. Mm. He so. didn't go hungry. <laughs> he didn't go hungry. He was fine. Just saying. All Justice right. for Scar. <laughs> Justice for Scar. And that's it for Small Topics. Thanks, Jason. Those are some great Small Topics. Today's topic is Woody's Roundup of Disney News. (laughs) So we're jumping ahead here. Uh, We're giving Michael the spotlight today. Uh -uh. Um, He's going to catch us up on... We were off for like six weeks. Yeah. Which is crazy. September 13th was the last episode recorded before the last one. Yeah. So um, a lot has happened since then. So we thought we would just devote a, uh, a full show to the news you missed or old news. And more importantly, it'll be what we think of the news. (laughs) Yeah. So, here we go. Take it away. All right. Well, these are in no particular order. I disagree. I think this is the best one. Chronological order? Number one, all-day park hopping is returning to Walt Disney World. See, that's it. We can just stop now. (laughs) 
So Disney has announced that beginning January 9th, 2024, guests with a ticket with park hopper benefits or an annual pass will be able to once again visit another theme park at any time of day during park hours. On days when theme park reservations are required for pass holders and certain non-dated tickets, pass holders and guests will be able to take advantage of the updates to park hopper access after visiting their first park. For example, if a pass holder has a reservation at Epcot and enters the park at 9 a.m., they can then head to another park right after. Since returning in 2021, park hopper access has only been available after 2 p.m. each day. So, that's good. That is probably the last of the COVID restrictions now, right? Besides actually having to have a park reservation. Yeah, because yeah, we got the trams back. All the trams mm-hmm. are back. Spoiler. Oh, oh sorry. sorry. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I believe COVID is over now. Sweet. Even though we all got it recently. <laughs> yeah. But not from each other, for the record. No, we didn't. Uh, so you, you have to go check in and then go to the... Go to the next park immediately. Well, whenever you want. Well, yeah, but if you're going to go to the next park immediately, just go to that park or just yeah, get a reservation, get a for, reservation that park. for that. But what if you can't get a reservation that day? Well, then, yeah, you have to go to the first park first. Yeah. So. Well, I love it. I'm I'm in. Like there have been those days, 11 a.m. I am tired of being at the Magic Kingdom because it's packed. It also gives you a chance to get the one o'clock virtual queue at whatever. Yeah. Has a virtual queue oh, yeah. at the time. Yeah, and you know what? If you if the, a park is so busy you can't get a reservation to it, don't go to that park that day. Oh, I'm sure there'll be some restrictions like on New Year's Eve or something on this kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe. Well, there will also be good to go days. Have you guys heard of these? Just because I just read it. Oh. So with good to go days, the theme park reservation calendar will be updated periodically and will show pass holders select days when they may visit a Disney World theme park without needing a theme park reservation. Though blackout dates will continue to apply like they do today. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I, okay. Yeah. I mean, if you don't need a reservation, you don't need, I, I don't know. I, just, I feel like it's just to, I, I feel like they like the data, right? Of, yeah, absolutely. Of people booking, but they're not really limiting anymore. So, except on those super busy days yeah. that still happen at the holidays and whatnot. Yeah. Or like something opens, mm-hmm. you know, Guardians or Moana's Water Fountain or whatever. It was crazy crowded when that opened. Yeah. Surprisingly. <laughs> Save your trip review <laughs> for next week. There were like three buckets of lines, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there were just three buckets of water. That's <laughs> what it was. And they had to keep refilling them. Mm-hmm. That's what you stand in line for. You just pass the bucket. <laughs> and just, uh, See, it's off. a fire brigade joke, Michael. <laughs> a fire brigade. Next up, Disney dining changes coming to Walt Disney World. So Walt Disney World's dining system is about to get two major upgrades to make finding hard-to-get restaurant reservations easier. These include availability notifications for fully booked restaurants and the ability to search a date range for reservations. Disney is yet to announce the upgrades officially, but several Disney news sites have reported that the features are expected before the end of the year, with more to come in 2024. This is uh, very exciting. Maybe even Maybe a little less so now that they have the two hour cancellation window and you can, you know, get in a lot more places a lot more easily, but, um, being able to search a date range, Mm -hmm. like my trip is this week. I don't care when I go to magic kingdom. Yeah. I want to go to be our guest. So when can I do that? So that will determine my park reservation. Yeah, exactly. At least my hopping or something, you know? Yeah. 
So you will soon be able to set alerts for when availability opens at restaurants that show no availability on your selected date. Dollar says this is going to be a very glitchy, <laughs> just so you know. Yeah. Currently, guests have to manually keep checking for an opening or rely on a third-party service to do the work for them. The new notification system will send you an alert via My Disney Experience when a reservation opens up, and you will then be able to book it through the usual methods. The reservation will not be made for you automatically, however, so you may be competing with other guests who have set up availability alerts for the same restaurant and date. That's good. Because otherwise you're doing like a waiting list. Yeah. Yeah. And you have five minutes that no. (laughs) No ticket master. And then the other change is when searching for dining reservations, you will soon be able to choose a date range. This update will allow guests to specify a start and end date for the trip, and the system will identify when the restaurant is available during that time frame. The existing system requires guests to manually search through each individual date looking for any available reservation slots. Yeah. Yes, that is the best, uh, yeah. best yeah. thing. By far. 100%. Disney recently rolled out another upgrade to let guests view all available reservation time slots for each restaurant on a given date. The system previously only showed a few available slots based on a specified time frame. So yeah, they keep making changes to the dining reservation system. That's nice. And is it? It's thirty days now. Is that right? Or sixty days? It's still sixty, I believe. I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't remember. I know it changed. Doesn't well, what it was changed the after COVID? lightsaber one? Or do you remember? It was sixty days? I think it was sixty days. Yeah. What was it? Was it six months before? Yeah, it was one hundred eighty mm-hmm. days. That yeah. and that's too many days. Yeah, yeah. I like that they're. They're uh, making it less of a thing to plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still give, but, but just giving enough, you the yeah. new, like giving you the information, still allowing you to do it, but leaving room for people to have more spontaneous trips and um, putting everybody kind of on an even playing field. Like if a seven o'clock Ohana for four people opens up. 20,000 people are probably getting that alert. <laughs> so you still have to, you know, have fast fingers or whatever. But um, the fact that that they're doing that is cool. And and you don't have to rely on a third party to, yeah. that's kind of just like... You'll probably still be better served refreshing in that two hour or day of yeah. most times. But this is a good yeah. option. But they've also spent how many years training people to do all of this pre-planning for yes. a Disney vacation. So I think, you know, for us, we can do the two hour thing and we're fine with it. Um, but I think that probably causes a lot of anxiety for a lot of people. Almost every reservation I make, I go, well, that's something better. Yeah. Including park reservations. Eh, never mind. <laughs> Typhoon Lagoon Day. I've never not been able to. I've never not been able to get a park reservation for Knock on Wood. I hope it doesn't happen now, but Mm. they've always been available, like whatever park for whatever day. Yeah, I've had an issue here and there, but like you know, it was just to go to like it was must have been a busy day at the studios or something. Mm. One time last year, like a race weekend or something, you know. Yeah, I can see that. Hollywood Studios seems to be the one that fills up the quickest. Yeah, it's the smallest. Yeah. When they were actually having, you know, actual limits on the reservations, you know, for real limits. Yeah. Who knows how many they allow now, but. 999. What? There's room That's for how one many more. They allow. Oh. Yes. Well, one thing they are allowing, parking lot trams have returned to Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios. Woo-hoo! Yay! 
Oh, I hadn't heard this. And we can confirm because we saw slash used them. Stop spoiling your trip <laughs> review. I haven't even been on my trip yet to to like uh, compete with it. Yeah, they finally got to dust off that new tram stop that they built. The one at Epcot always looks so nice yeah. for the last two years. It looked nice. Three years. It was almost done at, co- mm-hmm. at COVID, actually. So back in late September, parking lot tram service returned to operation at Disney's Hollywood Studios and Epcot following a long three-year absence. Tram service did not return to any park with the reopening of Walt Disney World following the COVID-19 pandemic closure in 2020. In December of 2021, Disney announced that parking trams would return to service at Walt Disney World theme parks in a phased reopening, starting at the Magic Kingdom in December of 2021, followed by the remaining parks throughout 2022. Nice. Long face. Service resumed at Disney's Animal Kingdom on May 27th, 2022, but the trams remained stationary at both Epcot and Disney Hollywood Studios, leaving guests with no other option than to walk to and from their cars. The lack of tram service has been a source of plenty of guest complaints and even reached late night TV with Stephen Gobert mocking Disney for not providing the service to its guests. Especially at Epcot, if you park in that far away lot. (laughs) I don't know that the trams can make it out there, honestly. You just got back, right? Yeah, but we were resort guests. Yeah, exactly. So we bust. No, we monoskied. For some reason, they dropped you off back there. And then, (laughs) yeah, you had two nephews, but mm. no. And, uh, Jimmy died of dysentery. So we had to eat one of them. It's the Oregon Trail. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah it's, it's funny. Yeah, this was uh, long overdue. Long overdue. But thank goodness they did it at Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, though. Yeah, those are the yeah, those are the two that you really needed. Yeah. Like Epcot, even, even that far away lot, which is two weeks away, is not. No, d- no, don't. The story has egregious. gone too far. Egregious. It's it's more than egregious there. It's true because the tram won't, can't even make it out there. Well, they have that portal because that of the rickety bridge. <laughs> it has to go over with the crocodiles and the snakes. The Zandarians put mm-hmm. in a jump point, <laughs> and you have to go through the secret. Did you tomb. say a rickety like a yeah. swinging mm-hmm. bridge? <laughs> you have to walk over like an Indiana Jones bridge. Yeah, nice. you're so far out. It's halfway to Disneyland. The funny thing with Hollywood Studios is that your walk from your car to the tram. Could be longer than if you just walk to the yeah. oh yeah the front if you're at one of those like far. It like, has the end an of the oddly lines. shaped uh, parking lot <laughs> now. <laughs> they worked with what they had, but it's I kind mean, of funny. even the the walk from the buses and the Skyliner to Hollywood Studios is like, man, this is far. The good thing about different time places you park in Hollywood Studios, if you're on that right hand side on the bus side, you can cut over, and you may get run over. But you can cut through the parking lot and save some time. Oh yeah, that's what we always yeah. cross the tram line and, yeah. and go that way. Like we go with the uh, unless the shortest distance yeah. is a straight line. <laughs> unless a cast member yells at you, which mm-hmm. they which they won't. They talked to me one time last time I was there for crossing the tram line. Yeah, was a tram coming? No, well, but it was also the road. The trams weren't operational probably because I was walking towards like the bus, you know, doing that diagonal walk. Yeah, and they're like. Do you need any help knowing where you're going? Like the the walkway's this way. I'm like, yeah, got it. I'm just going this way. I dropped something over here. Yeah. My car's that bus. My car is that bus. <laughs> yeah. It's a cloaking device. You can't see it. Yeah. Oh, hey, Will. Hey. Question. Speaking yeah. of transportation. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about John Cena. No. On the... You can't see me. VIP tour. See what, see what I did there, Michael. No. Did your <laughs> boss ever go on the VIP tour? He did. He did. Yeah. All right. So they provide transportation from the parks to the parks, right? Yeah. Who's driving? Uh, Figment. Can you find out? Like, is 
Is your tour guide? There was a bus. There was a bus. Yeah. It's not like your tour guide is like everybody in the Explorer. Uh, it's a transportation person. He, I think I asked that, but I'll confirm. Yeah. Confirm that for I me. I don't, I don't know for sure, but Michael I, and I were talking about, I was going to put it on Slack, but I was like, I want, I think it's who, one of those little, but it depends on how big your group is, obviously. Yeah. But they have vans or buses, I believe, small buses. Okay. But it's like, it's not your tour guide. No. Probably. I, I feel like I asked that and no. But, you know, yeah, times are tough that. sometimes. I don't know. Let's go on a VIP tour. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm in. Maybe they had droids driving them around. Hey, Even Christensen was on a VIP tour at Disneyland the other day. Oh, oh. Watch out, kids. Did he have the high ground this time? No. No, he was just happy Shame. to be there. He was happy that anybody cared that he was there. People love Hayden now. I'm yeah, so happy for I him. I love him, too. He's great. Well, speaking of droids, <laughs> did you guys hear when I said something about droids? Free roaming droids come to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, asterisk. So Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland Resort in California is now home to three new free roaming two-legged droids. Adding more droids brings Galaxy's Edge closer to the original concept that we were introduced to when the project was first announced in 2015. The land was meant to team with alien lifeforms, including droids and other characters. There's no word if these droids will be permanent additions to Black Spire Outpost at Disneyland or if and when they might come to Walt Disney World's Black Spire Outpost. And if you haven't seen them in person or online, uh, they are pretty cool and cute. Um, but they, they did look cute. Videos. Yeah. Yeah. Are they like the BD ones? Yes. They look kind of like BD ones. Yeah. yeah. They were seemed a little bit bigger. Yeah. That, yeah. Not a lot, but enough to be like, oh, yeah. You sh and they need, they need bodyguards. Oh, yeah. Definitely. People would kick them over. Yeah. <laughs> people are terrible. Uh, do you know what I saw? These aren't droids, but they're drones. Um, uh, somebody on Halloween had put like a ghost, like <laughs> a, a ghostly, you know, specter type of thing on their drone and they would fly it around That's and awesome. like scare people going <laughs> on like in dark parks and stuff. It was awesome. Well, I a drone. well, speaking of free roaming, Hey, there was a live bear loose in the Magic Kingdom. What? <laughs> I barely heard this story. <laughs> so back in September, a bear caused three lands to close at Magic Kingdom. Guests were kept from getting to the western part of the park when a bear climbed up a tree near Big Thunder Mountain Railroad in Frontierland. Which, appropriate spot mm -hmm. for a bear, just so you know. Oh, yeah. Know. Like, if it was on theme. <laughs> I would have been upset. He was naturally drawn to that area of the park. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It looked like home. That's what Wald intended mm -hmm. with the utilidor. He wanted bears. <laughs> he got those bears to go in the utilidor at Tomorrowland. And pop out in and Frontierland. In Frontierland. <laughs> so according to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, bears can be found almost anywhere in Florida. Well, sure. Yeah. They prefer a mixture of flatwoods, swamps, scrub oak ridges, bayheads, and hammock habitats. What's a bayhead? I don't know. Okay. But I guess it's the head of a bay. Oh. It's like probably marshy. The area they roam in search of food and water and adequate cover. Ultimately, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission captured the bear in a backstage area near the railroad tracks behind It's a Small World, and the park resumed normal activity. You might be wondering what happened to the bear. Hey, Michael, what <laughs> happened to the bear? I was a little concerned until I found out that uh, they relocated the bear to the Ocala National Forest, which is like 80, 80 <laughs> miles away from Walt Disney World. And then shot him. <laughs> Yes, because <laughs> like, the first article I read, they didn't say what they did with the bill. Just they captured it. I was like, oh, I, like he's just being a bear. He was just being a bear. He went to Walt Disney World and didn't get 
the stag. <laughs> did you see the video <laughs> when they let the bear when they released the bear? I did. It was pretty cute. <laughs> and catching the bear too. Like <laughs> they were on Tom Sawyer's Island when they were like that's where they at least on the video I saw where they cornered it the first time and tried to tranquilize it. But those animatronic Native Americans were just going <laughs> in there. That was like their staging area where they were like, how did they get to Tom Sawyer Island? I don't know. They take a raft. Well, <laughs> probably swim across. Yeah. I don't know. All I know is those Florida fish and wildlife people with their, you know, khaki shirts on and their whatever else. And it's just, there's a Native American animatronic just like doing one hand motion. So, you know. <laughs> It was pretty awesome. And nobody mentioned it. And I'm like, this is crazy. But nobody's <laughs> mentioning that. Well, most of the park had reopened by lunchtime, but the railroad remained closed. The other best thing were all the memes that day. Yes. The on-ride videos with, on the Haunted Mansion with a bear. <laughs> <laughs> the bear sighting would not be the first time unexpected wildlife has been encountered in the Magic Kingdom. Over the years, there have been numerous alligators hanging out by Splash Mountain as logs pass by, and even one in a restroom stall, which I had not heard this before, and that's disturbing mm. to me. Well, privacy Wait, privacy. There was an alligator in a, a restroom stall, apparently. Oh, at the just Magic saying. Kingdom. I wonder which restroom stall. Uh, wow, clearly tangled. Because <laughs> it's the nice one? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go, go. A bayhead is a part of a bay that is furthest from the larger body of water that the bay is connected to. That doesn't make any sense. Well, that's boring. <laughs> so I guess it's probably like where the river comes into the bay. Away from that. And then the bay goes into the ocean. Right? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's Bay Lake, but it's not a bay. <laughs> Anyway, this is as exciting as our bridges and causeways. <laughs> Maybe a bayhead is just somebody who really likes bays. Well, uh, Queen Bay. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Queen Bay lives in California, which brings us to our Does next she? topic. Do you know that for sure? I'm sure, she has a, I'm sure she has a house in California. Huh? Soaring Over California returns to Epcot. So back in late September, Soarin' Over California returned to Epcot's The Land Pavilion as part of a limited-time offering for Walt Disney World's Disney 100 celebration. Disney has not yet given any indication of how long it will be available, but it's still there as we record this. Originally opened in 2005 at Epcot, Soarin' Over California sends guests on a sweeping flyover above the Golden State for a bird's-eye view of their rich landscape and topography. And yes, the orange scent is also back. Yeah, it is. The original Soarin' Over California film last played at Epcot on June 16th, 2016, and was subsequently replaced by Soarin' Around the World. Okay. And, and next week, you'll find out if we saw this or not. Oh, <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk about it right now? No, you can talk about it. <laughs> okay, so, the big problem that everybody has with Soarin' Around the World is the curvy stuff, like... Parallax or something? The parallax, where the... If you're sitting on one of when the sides... When Green Lantern turned bad from yes. the mid-90s. <laughs> if you're sitting on one of the sides, the Eiffel Tower looks curved or whatever. And people are like, oh, it didn't used to happen in Soaring Over California. Two seconds into it, you're flying around, you're looking at the Golden Gate Bridge, and guess what? Those upright things curved as a mofo. <laughs> Michael and I both looked at each other and we were like, yes, it did do it. The difference is... Most of the rest of it is very horizontal. Like, they don't have any other tall stuff yeah. in that, really. Um, so, you you don't notice it as much, but it's there. So, ha-ha! Got him. Crisscross. And the golf ball still there. Is it still there, by it's the way? It's still there. California? Yeah. 
Okay. California? Yeah, it's a state. Well, until it (laughs) washes into the ocean. Yes. I mean, do we know how long this is going to stay? No, they have not. Just that it's limited, but they haven't announced an end date. Did you say that? uh, I did. That's all right. Apologies. I was texting. You were texting. I was. I'm finally making plans for my weekend <laughs> trip to Disney like 12 hours before I leave. You should go on Soarin' Over California when you're there. Okay, done. That's not what we were chatting about. But oh, yes. what were you chatting about? I can't tell you. It's private. Oh. That's rude. Dinner plans tomorrow. Oh, where, what are you thinking? Don't know yet. Uh, Working on it. Did you look up that date range? I'll, uh, I'll do it. Okay. I'll yes, probably so. do it right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the news, Mike. Yeah, that's crazy. Just put in this stuff. (laughs) Huh? Weird. Also at Epcot, Journey of Water inspired by Moana is now open. So the walkthrough attraction opened at Epcot's World Nature a couple weeks ago after a few weeks of previews. If you're unsure where it is, while the construction walls for World Celebration are still up, it is right across from the seas with Nemo in front. That's funny that's there, you know, because water. Mm Mm-hmm. It was mobbed while we were there, so we only walked by it, unfortunately. The seas? Uh, no, not really. No. We didn't do the seas. Moana Nobody was. does the seas anymore. We normally do the seas, but we didn't yeah. do it. Yeah, I don't think the nephews would have enjoyed it. Yeah. So. In the big blue world. In the big Remember when we got stuck on it that time right near the end? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was we terrible. Kept, oh, yeah, where we could see the yeah, exit. Yeah, we were like three shells away. Stay in your ride vehicle. Man. But. Like our doors had already started to open a little. (laughs) (laughs) We heard that stupid starfish like a hundred times go through her spiel. We have a a fast pass. Oh, yeah. So it was like super crowded when we were there. We were there the day before it opened. Mm -hmm. um, So it was still technically the previews. um, And they were using a virtual queue. And I couldn't find out for sure if the virtual queue was still being used. Because one day I looked in my Disney experience and it was there, and the other day it wasn't. I think it's been off and on, but mostly off. Okay. As I understand it. Yeah. Did Were you able to get a virtual queue for it? Or did you try? No, no because we had to, we had to virtual, or we had a virtual queue already for something. Else. I don't remember. There's some reason we didn't Probably get Guardians, it. Guardians, I guess. Yeah. Um, but anyway, if there is a virtual queue for, um, it's different than the others in that there's no 1 p.m. Uh, opening. It's just a one-time virtual queue. Uh, so stroll along a self-guided exploration trail where you can play with water as it travels from the sky to the oceans and back again. Enjoy magical encounters with water and discover its playful personality, just as Moana did on her hero- on her heroic voyage. As you traverse this trail, you'll play and interact with water in new ways as you learn about the global water cycle, which takes water on a wondrous adventure around our planet. Along the way, discover how you can help protect this precious natural resource and make a positive impact on the world. And you can choose to get wet or take the dry path instead as you explore this whimsical, watery world. And if you haven't yet experienced it and don't care about uh, being spoiled, there's like several great videos online. And the best ones are the ones at night where it's all lit up because it's beautiful, as you would expect, because Disney after dark. Tune in yeah. next week to it's see beautiful. if I journeyed to the water journey inspired by Moana on my upcoming trip. You should. Do you know how you know what's a good way to help protect this precious natural resource? Not have it shoot out of fountains all day yeah. long in a theme park. <laughs> Maybe they recycle the same water over and over. Evaporation, man. And then it'll stink. <laughs> <laughs> It's the same water that's been running through those uh, imagination fountains since 81. But Disney water smells good. Like in Pirates. And yeah. 
But not when they put it in a glass on your table at the restaurant if it's not filtered. I've never smelled Your Florida myself. water smells and tastes <laughs> gross, Michael. That's all I know. And I don't care if you got used to it. It's gross. <laughs> no, we had a filter at our house. <laughs> it's gross. Also at Epcot, an Asha meet and greet has come to Epcot. <laughs> Who's Asha? Funny you ask. I have a grievance about this because this is today's news, isn't it? It is. Yeah. But they won't hear it for like a whatever, a Michael. <laughs> as we record, speaking of a Disney princess, another Disney princess has made her debut at Epcot. Asha is from the upcoming Walt Disney Studios animated uh, musical Wish, and you can now meet Asha at the gazebo near the entrance to World Showcase at several times throughout the day. Wish, which looks great by the way, opens in theaters on November twenty second, as and part of the soundtrack has already been released on streaming platforms. Jason, ask your question again that you just asked. Who's Asha? That's what everybody was saying today at Epcot. I guarantee it. Oh. Except very people, like few people who watch the trailer. Have we seen pictures of her? Yes. Like uh, the character, like the yeah. face character? I saw a picture uh, this morning. Let's see. Yeah. I'm just saying, I don't think you should be releasing the characters until either very closer to the movie, like day of. Or day after, like they do at uh, Avengers Campus after Marvel shows. I oh, wow. Of, she does, she kind of looks like, uh, what's her name? Ariana DeBose. Yeah. Who does the that. voice of? Oh, yeah. She looks like it's a like, lot like, like her. Oh, my God. I actually got her? her. It's not her. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I have a thought about that. They can't really promote the movies the way they used to mm-hmm. while the strike's going on. So I wonder if this was like a an attempt to promote the film before it comes out. I just I don't I don't I don't like it. It just seems talking like about everybody's it. gonna go. Who's that? Yeah. And why would I want to go and get my picture taken with her as a kid if I don't know who it is? They'll one thousand percent get their picture taken with her. <laughs> I, they will. You but, put Radigan out there, and there's no, lines for no, fifty no, years. No. Who's that one villain that you said that nobody knows? McLeach. McLeach. They did not make oh a McLeach my God, And then. They take McLeach out, and there's uh, Michael never doesn't forget even, McLeach. Michael t-shirt. doesn't even know who McLeach is. I think it's the Australian guy, but I don't know if there was ever a character for him. I would not want to be the friend of Asha today. Hey, who's that? Hey, who's that? Yeah, I don't hey, know. who's that? I think but people you know take what? pictures with him. Also, it gives you a good icebreaker to talk to the character about. Who are you? Yeah. What's your story? Yeah, what's your story? What's your problem? Well, wait. <laughs> People taking pictures with the butterfly lady at Dollywood, probably. And they're like, ooh, the butterfly lady. Butterflina. Love is that her, her name? I don't know. Oh, okay. I hope it is. The Nestle Quick Rabbit at the Fargo Marathon in yes. 2013. Niche. <laughs> Very specific reference. <laughs> is Nestle Quick Chocolate? It's chocolate drink. It's a chocolate milk drink. Speaking of chocolate milk drinks. Ah, he was setting <laughs> you up. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party returns to the Magic Kingdom. Ooh. So Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party begins in a few days on November 9th at the Magic Kingdom and runs through January 1st. Oh, I'm surprised they didn't have one today. Didn't they used to have like on November 1st? I think it depends. They would do like a Halloween party and then the next day have a Christmas party? I think it's decorated. Or they start the decorations. They do I, decorate, like, because yeah. I was there Halloween to November yeah. 1st. Yeah. But I don't remember at the party. So if you're unaware, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party features exclusive fireworks, a parade complete with snowfall on Main Street, an exclusive stage show, and other holiday-themed entertainment, plus unlimited cookies and hot chocolate. Mm. 
For some, shorter lines at attractions are also a big crowd of the event, and their ride roster will now include the new Tron Light Cycle Run. As usual, the party takes place from 7 p.m. to midnight, and ticket holders are admitted to the Magic Kingdom as early as 4 p.m. on the valid date of their ticket, giving them even more time to enjoy the park favorites before the event begins. These date-specific event tickets do not require an additional day theme park ticket or theme park reservation, so long as you enter the Magic Kingdom at or after 4 p.m. The party don't stop till 8 in the morning. So entertainment includes Mickey's Most Merriest Celebration, Minnie's Wondrous Christmastime Fireworks at 10 p.m., Reindeer Wranglers at Country Bear Jamboree. What's that? What? I don't know. It had multiple times, so I guess it's just some... Uh, oh, a show? Show. Cool. I want to uh, see that. I assume it's out. Is it like a rodeo where they're like wrangling up a road reindeer? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I bet it's outside. It's definitely outside. Oh, maybe it's on that balcony that they sometimes go on. Yeah. I hope they lasso up some reindeer. <laughs> definitely got to lasso up a reindeer. Like a flying one, too. Maybe Goofy's dressed as a reindeer accidentally somehow, and then they... Gorsh. Yeah, that's a man dog. <laughs> Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade is twice at 8.30 p.m. and 11 p.m., a totally Tomorrowland Christmas, so dance party. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. A storybook, storybook oh. circus Disney Junior Jingle Jam from 7 p.m. to midnight. Now this is not a jingle bell jingle jam bam or anything. There's no exclamation. No, just, regular, no, yeah, just, just regular, just a regular jam. Yeah. Midnight. This shouldn't be Disney Junior Jingle Jamming at midnight. It's too late. Take some naps, kids. Get yeah. out there. And Club Tinsel in Tomorrowland from 7 p.m. to midnight. Is that the dance party? Maybe. I think that's. Sunny Eclipse, and like I think it's inside there, oh. maybe. Mm. I've never been to the Christmas party. Oh, I love the Christmas. I should party. go. Yeah, you, you should. should. You'll be there. Will you be there on the ninth? Nope. Oh, it's sold out anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Most, but of- I may or may not be going in mid December for a cheeky little trip. Oh, well, you oh, should go to the Christmas go? party. Nope. Busy. Aww. Fine. I don't know. <laughs> Rude. You can always go. <laughs> you can go whenever you want. <laughs> yeah, but it would have been nice to get in there. Go tomorrow. I'll be there. <laughs> I feel like you're just inviting me now because I'm saying something. I'm just inviting Michael. I was looking at Michael, actually. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> you can come, too. <laughs> <laughs> you can be Michael's plus one. <laughs> Drive him. <laughs> <laughs> Most attractions will be open, and Tron Light Cycle Run will use a virtual queue that opens at 6 p.m. Tickets are between $150 and $200, depending on the date you go. And some dates are already sold out. Dang! Most of this party is the same as previous years, with some exclusive treats and merchandise, but it should be familiar if you've attended before. I feel like the cookies were good. The Tomorrowland cookies specifically, I feel like we went back to that a couple of times. You want to hear a random thing? What? About cookies? Uh Uh-huh. It's been literally an up-and-down season for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets football team. Like, literally, we win every other game. Yep. Like okay. That's how it's been going. After the last loss, they gave out cookies at the gate. Oh, that's nice. The little tech cookies. I'm like, what? I like cookies. Were they, like, frosted? Yeah. With tech colors? It was nice. Huh. Actually, I was a little pissy and didn't get a cookie. But, uh, <laughs> oh, you should have got a cookie. I, it was, uh, the kid we were with, he took two. He's like, you can have mine. Wow. And then we stole some balloons. But anyway, I thought that was nice. Cookies help everything. Yeah. I saw uh, in the Halloween wrap-up things, this lady was like, blah, 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 made these cookie kits. And it's like a cookie 
cut out in the shape of a cat. And then she had like a little cup of icing and some sprinkles and they were all in a little bag and it was for kids to take them and make cookies. My parents wouldn't let me eat that. No. Like Mm-mm. in a million years. We're not eating your handmade weird stuff. Could be a razor blade in there. Yeah. There never were, right? Rainbow fentanyl. I don't, th- I don't think Not rainbow sprinkles. Were. Did you see the thing on Reddit today? This, this may be TFP extra worthy. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> where somebody posted a picture of their Halloween last night where it was, you can get like some candy or you can get an arts and crafts like little thing. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to confuse your parents, here's some potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and some kids took potatoes. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> Little red potatoes, you know. Ah, that's fine. That's nice. <laughs> and it sure was cold last night. It was cold. Cold tonight. It's even colder tonight. Yeah. And speaking of cold, the Frozen Holiday Surprise is debuting next week at Magic Kingdom. Surprise. A new projection show will play nightly at the Magic Kingdom during the holiday season and has already started by the time you hear this. Disney says, quote, Joining the celebration of the new Frozen Holiday Surprise as Olaf and more than 100 of his Snowgy siblings decorate Cinderella Castle with festive touches. Appearing live on stage in new holiday looks, Anna, Elsa, Olaf, and Kristoff each bring something special to the gathering. Festivities culminate as Elsa adds sparkling finishing touches, transforming Cinderella Castle into a shimmering, crystallized palace, a look that will remain throughout the evening. End quote. And now mm. part of this talk Topic, but worth mentioning, is that the Jungle Cruise has also returned by the time you hear this. So that's cool that they're keeping the lighting, basically, right? Like the frozen Christmas lighting on Cinderella Castle, essentially. Yeah, but it stays up for the rest of the night. Like the lights turned on. People are mad that they're not spending. Well, I don't care about that. We're not talking about those people. Those people suck. It was pretty. The 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 actual lights. lights, Yeah. yeah. The only problem with those where you. You had to deal with the crane for so yeah. many... Well, if you're in January, oh, yeah. well... January and what? October, I guess? Yeah. Or, I did enjoy that the PhotoPass people tried <laughs> to get the crane out of the picture. Stand over here where the crane yeah, is. Just, just a little bit to your left. And you, the tall father, come here. <laughs> a little anyway, I think it's magical that they're still lighting up the, the castle. I do, too. And I well, like I don't that. like Elsa, so screw it. Oh. I like that, too, that it's not like an exclusive to the holiday party or the Christmas party. Oh, it's so, not? It's like every night? It's every night, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Moving on over to Disney's Hollywood Studios, you can celebrate Jollywood nights. Get it? Because Jolly and ho- mm, uh, Holly- I don't Hollywood. Holly oh, because it rhymes? Yeah. And Jollywood. it's a Holly Jolly Christmas. Hollywood. Oh. <laughs> so another separately ticketed holiday event comes to Disney's Hollywood Studios this year. Jollywood Nights is an all-new event that features a new live stage show, a DJ, special character greetings, and the Jingle Bell Jingle Bam nighttime spectacular finale. Very good. You can also indulge in delectable treats and cheerful sips, dance the night away, and enjoy many of your favorite attractions. Plus, there will be two new holiday shows. What? Two? Mm. Head on over to the Theater of the Stars and get ready for Disney Holidays in Hollywood, a star-studded variety show in the grand tradition of Tinseltown Holiday Specials, all with a twist of today's Hollywood magic. With special guest stars including Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy, Tiana, Belle, Mickey Mouse, and Minnie Mouse, there are plenty of surprises in store, including a brand new original song by Tiana. The way that was written is like she's a real person. Oh, Tiana's doing this <laughs> She one? wrote it. Oh, wow. 
I thought, man, she's how can she stay so busy? She just opened up a new restaurant <laughs> yeah. in Disneyland. She's opening up two new attractions and has time to Did write. Did you not music. watch the movie? Her thing's hard work. I'm just saying, you, you know? work hard for what you want and you make your dreams come true. Which is almost you don't there. have to wish on a star. You make it true yourself. Oh, is that is that the theme of the movie? Yeah, but oh. then Mama Odie, mm-hmm. she was like, "That's not what you need. You need to dig a little deeper mm. and." find out what you want inside of you, not this restaurant or is what she implied, but she just said, you need to dig a little deeper and mm-hmm. find out what's inside. And Tiana's like, you're right. I do need to work harder to get my restaurant off the ground. She didn't understand what it meant. What about the singing alligator? Uh, Louie. Yeah. That's the one they found in the bathroom. Oh yeah. Classy. Yeah. Theming. He had the door locked. I mean, he it was did. theming all along. Occupied. <laughs> He's playing the saxophone. <laughs> That's where he was practicing. <laughs> and if you want to learn more about wishes, what? check out Disney's Wish on November 22nd at a theater near you. Wait, are you just doing random <laughs> plugs now? <laughs> like Disney needs the marketing? Michael really wants this movie to succeed. It's going to do good. Probably. Or not. I don't know. How did Elemental do? Was it bad? That was great. No, I mean the, the money. Uh, it was bad like the first weekend, but then it got like word of mouth well, and it started to do really good. That's and probably it ha- how I Wish will do. Too, and right? it had like the biggest Disney Plus debut. Yeah. Uh, uh, this this show seems nice. Star studded, by the yeah, way. Yes. Singers, dancers, and live jazz musicians round out the talented cast of entertainers in this dazzling performance. Jolly vignettes remind everyone that the holidays mean something special to each and every one of us. Oh, that's true. Wish is tracking to make 45 to 65 million in its opening weekend. Sadly, we won't be able to see it. It's opening weekend. What, are you so busy? Thanksgiving. Ooh. Can't take an hour and a half out of your time. <laughs> 185 to 289 million in the total domestic box office. I don't know if that's good anymore. I, I don't, don't know. either. I don't Is know what's good? considered a I hit. think that's good. Mm. You also won't want to miss, what's this? Tim's Burton, The Nightmare Before Christmas sing-along. Uh, don't speak for me, Michael. Enter a dreamlike adventure in the Hyperion Theater where Jack Skellington takes us on an ethereal exploration of Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh. Sing along to beloved songs from the iconic film and discover peculiar magic in unexpected places. Along the way, you'll conquer Oogie Boogie and be encouraged to follow your curiosity. That sounds fun. Yeah. Two shows plus all the What's party stuff. I like the um, Jack characters that, or the Jack Skellington characters at Disney. Yeah. One of the tour guides that used to work for me, he was, he played Jack. Didn't we meet him once? Like, wasn't he working? Oh, yeah, I think so. His name was Wendell. Probably still is. Wendell Skellington? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't care for that film. (laughs) Wendell Skellington? Yeah. Or it's a prequel, The Nightmare Before (laughs) Christmas. Got to a car accident that day. I don't like it. Did I tell you the other? So I'm in the, um, I met the orthodontist in the chairs Mm. and above it, they have Tim Burton's The Corpse Bride or The Corpse Bride on there. And I'm there for like 45 minutes. And at some point I go, man, Tim Burton's just weird. (laughs) Except that's not how it sounded. Huh? (laughs) You take your hands out of my mouth for a minute. I got something really important to say. And stop asking me non-yes or no questions. Right? I mean, it's rude. Anyway. Guys, we're not done yet with Jollywood Nights. There's even more stuff. Oh, okay. How can you fit so much excitement into one party? Well, you head over to the ABC Commissary Lane. You know that really skinny yeah. pathway? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll be transformed to a holiday fiesta in La Calle. 
Rooted in cultural holiday traditions, the Street Fair Party will feature a live band with Latin beats and modern takes on food and beverage inspired by Hollywood classics. Okay. You can meet the Sensational Six. weird. Huh? It's just a small spot. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> street Fair. Street Fair. Fine. Yeah. Street Mystery. I like Street Fairs. You can meet the Sensational Six at Mickey and Friends Holiday Greetings and Animation Courtyard. The gang has just wrapped on the set of their new holiday film, and you're invited to catch a glimpse of the magic. Ooh. Plus, you can enjoy favorite attractions with lower wait times during this limited capacity event, and a virtual queue will be in place for Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Remember to link your event tickets and My Disney Experience to be eligible for this virtual queue opportunity. I, I'm, I assume these virtual queues don't sell out as quickly as I the regular I ones. I don't think so. I know they do. Because uh, I looked one night um, just for fun. That they sell out? Yeah. Or, yeah. Like, I would imagine there's, yeah. they're, but they also don't have, but as not much, within like 10 seconds. You know? yeah. yeah. They also don't have as much time as like, like they don't cover as much That's time true. as the that main virtual queue. Yeah. And lastly, don't forget Disney's Hollywood Studios will once again present Sunset Seasons greetings nightly throughout the season as the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror is magically transformed into an array of holiday scenes as snow falls along Sunset Boulevard. Ooh, nice. That sounds delightful. It does sound delightful. I like that uh, sn- like uh, soap snow. Mm-hmm. Moving beyond Christmas, the Festival of the Arts returns to Epcot in early 2024. Disney has announced that the Epcot International Festival of the Arts will return on January 12th, 2024. No additional details have been given so far, but expect to see food studios, Disney on Broadway concert performances, art exhibits, and more across the festival through February 19th, 2024. I wish this festival lasted longer. Yeah, I do too. I don't think we're going to be able to check it out. <laughs> I adore that you put that in the show notes. I wish this festival <laughs> lasted longer. I didn't see that. Well, what I'm writing in, it's like, it's like I'm having a That's conversation. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was awesome. And which sushi do they have at the arts? Is that the That's donut? That's the donut. Yeah, I like that mm, one. Yeah. So good. That and the Christmas tree one at the, uh, the festival of the yeah. holidays. Everything's better than the fruity at uh, Flower Garden. What do they yeah. have at uh, Food and Wine? I think they just do like a spicy tuna roll or okay. something. And that bao bun. The bao bun. Yeah. Ter- Steamed ter- bun. Steam. Tune in next week to see if I got all that. <laughs> and to find out what we got. You'll never f- believe what I ate. Ago. I have to remember what we got. Yeah. I don't think it. anything. I feel like we didn't eat much. Oh, <laughs> All right, After Hours events return to the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Disney's Hollywood Studios in 2024. <laughs> so beginning January 10th and running through April 10th, Disney After Hours will return to three of the four parks. On event nights, guests get an extra three hours at the Magic Kingdom, Disney Hollywood Studios, and Epcot. And guests attending the separately ticket event get more time to experience attractions, character greetings, and unlimited complimentary snacks, including select beverages. Event times at Disney's Hollywood Studios are from 9.30 p.m. to 12.30 a.m. Event times at Magic Kingdom and Epcot are 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Mm. Admission to the parks begins at 7 p.m. And tickets are also between $150 and $175, depending on the night that you go. And there are several nights to choose from, depending on which park you're interested in visiting. I believe some have already sold out, too. Have they? I think so. I, I could be lying. I wouldn't be surprised. It's popular. <laughs> gotcha. I don't yeah. know. I think I read that. <laughs> What a weird lie. (laughs) I enjoyed my time at the after hours, especially at Hollywood Studios, except because you can get to the attractions 
very fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from one to the other. Magic Kingdom, it felt it's just a long walk. Too big. It's yeah. a long walk. I bet it would be glorious at Disneyland. Yeah, do they do after hours events there, Dina? I don't know. You should find out for okay. when you go. Okay. Thank uh, you. All right, we've reached our last news item. <gasps> no. We're going to head to the high seas because this is a Disney Cruise Line news item. Yar. Oh, the high seas, not like the fruit punch. No. Oh. Huh. Thank you. I never got that before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Disney Cruise Line's Disney Treasury gets a Haunted Mansion theme lounge. That does make me think. I don't understand what high Oh, I saw this. After. I think I'm it's s- like vitamin C, maybe. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> what? Sorry. You're excited about the I'm real excited design. about the news. Yeah. Ah, the, the ship, the happy haunts. Yeah. Happy haunts will soon materialize on the high seas at the Haunted Mansion Parlor, the world's first Haunted Mansion-inspired bar on Disney Cruise Line's newest ship, the Disney Treasure. That is awesome. Wait till you hear the drinks names. They're the best thing. Okay. So from inspired craft cocktails and an exclusive onboard merchandise collection to nostalgic decor and beloved characters, the Haunted Mansion Parlor will immerse guests in the next chapter of the Haunted Mansion saga, bringing this fan-favorite lore to life in a whole new way. The one-of-a-kind experience will be a swinging wake unlike any other, that of a jovial captain who entered the ghostly realm after a disastrous dinner with his beloved fiance. Yeah, I guess you don't really want to shipwreck in that one. Yeah. No. <laughs> the design of the Haunted Mansion parlor will resemble a first-class drawing room of a classic cruise liner from the Golden Age, invoking inspiration from the original Haunted Mansion with a nautical twist. Hmm. Complete with nostalgic tributes to Haunted Mansion attractions around the world, fans will recognize the iconic wallpaper and the distinctive purple armchair tucked in the corner. You will also encounter a few legendary characters from the original Disney Parks attraction, as well as some new seafaring arrivals in a portrait gallery depicting the Disney treasure's own ghostly residence. Wait, the ship is haunted? Yeah. Apparently. Already? Yeah. At least mm. the parlor. Mm. Wasn't the treasure the one they bought off of somebody else? No. That's, that's the next one. one. Yeah. yeah. Off of Davy Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, and of course, there'll be new Haunted Mansion-inspired merchandise and chilling cocktails with some cool names like Sympathetic Libations and Ghoulish Delight. Mm. Nice. I love this. I would order both of those. Just what about a cadaverous pallor? <laughs> Maybe that's the I don't want that meat one. sampler. I don't want that one. <laughs> the Disney treasure will officially set sail with guests on board starting on December 21st, 2024. Uh, this will make me book the Disney treasure over the whatever the other one is. The Wish? The Wish. Yeah. Haven't you been on The Wish? No. The Wish is the newest one currently. Uh, old news. <laughs> Soon to be old news. Already it's still old. new. Already old news. news. I mean, we're almost at December. So, I mean. Yeah. That's, uh, and speaking of old news, that is it for news for now. Oh. Or is it? That oh. was some good, <laughs> plentiful news, Michael. Yep. If you have news... You want to tell us about what happened over the last six weeks? <laughs> well, then uh, email us at info at podcast. Be discerning. We don't no, even, I'd like to know. Yeah. I would like Not to know. Not everything. What is the most boring, mundane thing or the messiest, if you have any hot goss from your friend group that we don't know any of the people and the stakes aren't very high for us at all, send that in to info at podcast.com. We won't read it on the air, probably, but I'll like it. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram threads and Reddit at slash TFP podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Check out our awesome t-shirts at shop.tfppodcast.com and check out our Patreon only content by subscribing at patreon.com slash TFP podcast. That's all I got. Anything else? 
Breaking news. Oh. <gasps> I'll tell you next week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you real soon.